Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Brian Beckner. I'm joined as always by Molly Macklear. Malls, what's up? Uh, actually, that's Bell Pepperhead to you. Oh, is you? Is that your new nickname? Yeah, apparently. I mean, so Bri. Yeah. You know, as usually, I show up exhausted. Yeah. We, when we just tried to start, and I started the intro, and it was a nightmare. And I said, <sighs> "I've got too much going on inside. I right. cannot start this episode. I don't. I we needed that. Thank you." Um, I've been so uh, deep in the trenches. I did classic Molly McAleer reporting style this week. A lot of wild accusations, but mm-hmm. nothing that will lead to defamation. I know my rights. Um, this week's episode is dedicated to Bama Rush Talk, uh, University of Alabama's f- sorority frat Greek life rush uh, real quick, before we get into everything, I just want to say, hi, sisters. Um, I <laughs> I have no ill will towards any of you. I know that, like, to some, I have started to emerge as a Ro- Ronan Farrow-esque figure <laughs> in your lives. And I just want to let you know, like, I mean, I got hit with some real questions. Like, are you trying to expose some sort of racial, like... Yes. I was like, dude, I really am not. Like, I just found some tea. So, girlies, I have to tell you if anyone is listening, I hope you are. I have no problem with you. We're just, I was just putting together a storyline and we got to focus on the main girl herself. Bama okay. Rush Talk. I told you a little bit about this on Friday. What are you like? What do you know about Bama Rush Talk generally? Um, all I know is that it's. It's very political. It's very, it's really make or break as far as how your college experience is going to go. You're, oh, you're, if you're a girl that's attending the University of Alabama, you're, you're more concerned with whether or not you're going to make Phi Kappa Sig. I just made that one up. Pi Kappa Sig. Kappa Kappa Gamma, mm-hmm. then then w- that you're going to get your classes in your major, that you're going to be able to get a good internship, that you're going to go on to lead a productive life. Like whatever happens at college, none of it's going to be any good if you don't get into the sorority you really want to get into, especially if you're a legacy. 
Well, let's be real, okay? I kind of, without getting it at all, you and I did not, we didn't go to schools with Greek life, no. either of us. I no. went to Boston College, which is a Jesuit university. Also, yes. much like one of my friends who I um, I uh, interviewed before this, I just sort of asked some questions about sorority life. Yeah. She was not allowed to have houses on campus for Greek life because, much like in Boston, if right. you have more than five women, in an apartment, it's considered legally a brothel. Shut up. Mm-hmm. Wow. Misogyny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right in so, front of our fucking face. Yeah. Why couldn't it, it was what if what if I got five guy roommates, how come we can't be rent boys? You might be rent boys. Right. Like, but I it's mean, legal. why not? Yeah. Right. But at BC, junior year, traditionally, you would have to live off campus, and it was always a thing where uh, most landlords wouldn't rent to more than four girls. However, plenty of people, including myself, lived in apartments with more than five girls. Um, But that's why they don't have sorority houses. But University of Alabama is the – I think it's like the school. There are a lot of other sororities that exist in the world. There's a lot of other schools that are big with Greek life. I know Ole Miss is like sort of the companion school to University of Alabama in terms of if you live in that part of the country, those are two that are lined up a lot together. A lot of people actually, if they rush at University of Alabama, one third of the student population, like roughly is involved in Greek life and about half of, um, a freshman class will run, uh, or pledge, right? Rush. They'll rush for it. So if half the freshman class class pledges, they don't all get in, right? That's, that's when you, that's when you pull up your stakes and transfer to somewhere else. So if you don't get into the sorority you want during your rush week, this is not always the case, but sometimes people will drop out of the school and go and I've heard of this. People will pay the down payment at both schools, which traditionally is like, you know, it's a cool 20 grand. And if they don't get into the sorority they want, they will drop University of Alabama, they'll leave the school and they will go to Old Miss, which has its rush week, probably one of the last possible weeks you could have it. Oh, so it's like so a safety that- school for Greek life. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm I'm picking up. So obviously, you guys, it's all Greek to me. I literally Uh, have no fucking idea about what any of this shit is. Like, I really don't. So again, I apologize in advance. I'm not the Ronan Farrow that I've been painted out to be. I am, in fact, a bell pepper head, as I was told by someone on TikTok today uh, in regards to this. He said, um, it's not that serious bell pepper head. Whoa! What's that? Bell pepperhead. I don't well, even. I don't, I don't know if that's if that, if that's a good uh, cap or not. I don't know if that's a good neg. Bell pepperhead. So I found it, it, a few like possible dis- like answers to what a bell pepperhead is. Okay. So apparently, bell pepperhead is loosely. Like it's a, the English translation of of uh, what the Japanese call an idiot. Oh, which I I like that. I like yeah. that. Yeah, bell pepperhead. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. 
there's also something called a, a bell pepper nose, which I don't think he was saying. I have oh, that like was like WC Fields. Um, maybe I think yeah. it's just for someone who's like when you facially look at them, you don't register anything else on their face. You just register their nose. Okay. Which is like honestly kind of cruel, but I don't think what he was saying to me. Right. Yeah. I don't. Yes. I. I don't think so either. Because then he would have said bell pepper nose. Right. That's that's the term on Urban Dictionary. Yeah. So I was at a loss. Right. I don't know that I'm a bell pepper head. Um, I will say ultimately it is my favorite insult of all time. I am so into it. It's like exactly at my alley. I love a little silly name calling like a child like silly name call. I love that. Yeah, I like um, it, too. Yeah. So bell pepper head. That's me. That's me. Got it. I'll remember that. Anyway. Yeah. We are here today to not talk about all of the many superstars that came out of Rush Week. We're here to talk about one specific girl because just this young woman who wound up accidentally being the mascot of Bama Rush Talk, what would Jimmy Buffett do, <sighs> a.k.a. Michaela? <sighs> Michaela. You know, this girl is, she's just a sweet girl, 4.5 GPA, stunning. She's a biracial queen, which we'll get a little bit more into that. Michaela does not like to think about her being, what happened to her being, anything to do with that. But it would be, I would be remiss not to include that detail. Now, Michaela it's, it is. Seems, it seems like that's pretty important to certain sororities on campus. And I think it's probably pretty important to to note that Michaela doesn't think it's important. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean she's she's you know? Yeah, she's she's on the ground there so she probably would know best. No, but I mean like I think that I think that what I'm seeing is a lot of youth. They are right. young kids in charge of a lot. And these kids are in charge of a lot. Yep. Uh I was reading stories from people all weekend. One Young woman said that she was put in charge of treasury at her sorority and she was given as a 19 year old access to a bank account with millions and millions of Shut dollars up. in it. Shut up. Yeah. So there's like money. And of course, we'll get into even more. But Michaela is this girl that was like basically for all intents and purposes primed in, in 100 percent to be in a sorority. Yeah. Um, and she was the kind of girl that, you know, the the teens, they love the word audacity, you know, mm, like, mm -hmm. oh, she had the audacity to do this. And it's like mm. almost like a positive thing. Yeah. I want to take away the word audacity because I do think there's a negative connotation with that. And I want to say that I feel that she, Michaela has the gumption. Okay. Yeah. This is a girl that has, you know, I don't know that she had a huge social media following before this yep. at all. And she's the type of person that every day wakes up, puts on a cute outfit, and does her OOTD. Yep. Her outfit of the day. And Got the it. world runs on girls who do outfit of the days to no one. Okay? And yeah. that is actually an admirable quality. You, Everyone should be living every day like people care about what they're wearing. Maybe okay? I'll start doing it. It's not delusional. It's do, aspirational. Do 46-year-old guys that get up and wear the same couple different pairs of khakis and a floral shirt to work and vans. Do they do outfits of the day? Cause I could do that. 
I think you should start doing it if okay. you do it in a sincere way. If it's of course. not mocking, I like my outfits. But Michaela became like the I think between the name What Would Jimmy Buffett Do, the fact that she is like you know sort of an outlier in the sense that. I think people were very engaged with the people that they viewed as not obvious. So there was a few girls who um, are not the stereotypical sorority, quote unquote, body type that people were very invested in following. Uh, There was people who were very invested in following girls because they had like a really specific accent they they loved. Um, And then there was people also like Michaela who just one had the combination of all the right things and also one of the few, uh, you know, people of color who was coming up on the timeline. Yeah. So she made this video that wound up being the sound that everyone uses. Cause on TikTok, it's like an economy of sounds. Uh, if you make a great sound, oh. people will make, it's like two pretty best friends. Right. Don't, so yeah. Do you want to play the video that got yeah. it all going for her? I do. Here we go. Uh, today for rush round one philanthropy. So I'm wearing pants store. This t-shirt that they gave us to her today, and I'm wearing these white heels, but I'm probably gonna change into these. I just don't like the way these look. They look too dressy for this outfit, but I don't kind have a problem wearing heels. So like, these are really comfortable and like broken in and stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's okay, just day one of philanthropy. I love philanthropy. I love philanthropy, right? Yes, I didn't want. I didn't know if it was okay to point out philanthropy, no, but I, I, I liked it. Talk about philanthropy because I love philanthropy. philanthropy is what like really set it off. And like Michaela her, herself is the first to say, like, I know I went viral because I miss said philanthropy. She's the first person to say it. Do you, and but what's, you know, sometimes, sometimes people could do what day one philanthropy. Yeah. Day I one. mean, it's yeah. iconic. No, it's great. I love it. So you should probably type, name this episode that. Go ahead with uh, what you were going to say before I cut you off by accident. Um, no, I cut you off. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, I don't know if I've lost it. I forgot. What okay, I wait. Say. So yeah. what are your, you're looking at that. Sorry. Let me start. You're looking mm-hmm. at this and you're thinking to yourself, what? Um, I don't, it's so foreign to me. You know, she's just trying on an outfit she seems like a nice girl she's very young she's got the whole world ahead of her she's got one the one thing that really sticks out of me is the accent is very very is very southern this is not like sort of southern this is like true blue like been in the south her whole short life and she has she has the full-on accent and that's probably why she's saying philanthropy And would you almost even go so far as to say that she is so um, encompassing of a certain stereotype that she is almost one of one, that she may have even an X factor? Um, I don't know. I'm not sure. What stereotype? Oh, like the like the Southern Belle kind of sorority yeah, like girl. What oh, she totally. Just said. Like yeah, yeah. you know the deep Southern voice. Like she's someone that like if Caroline Ray played Michaela's exact character, everyone America would be in love with it, right? Yes, I totally. feel like Michaela has. She doesn't need to be Caroline Ray. She can just be Michaela. Yeah, totally. America's yes. in love with it. Totally. So, I, yes, she's she has a very um, light. 
breezy, like friendly vibe to her. You, you could tell like she's just a nice person and she probably has lots of friends. And despite that being a performance, you know, it's an inherent performance in doing an OOTD. Right. She did not seem like she was performing. She wasn't, she didn't have any self-consciousness in what she was doing. And that yeah. effortlessness is yes. what's so great about her. Were you stressed so, out at all by the, were you stressed out at all? Excuse me. Were you stressed out at all by the, the low popcorn ceiling in that video? Did you get, did you get any claustrophobia, like nervousness from that? Cause that's, that's another takeaway that I had. Also it's like kind of a lot of things in there. So from what I understand about it, that dorm is called Tutman, I believe. Oh, that's uh, the one where they insane. jump. No, that, well, there's all the, that's all the dorms is they have, uh, like locks on it, but that dorm is the one that's the closest to sorority row. Yeah. Um, or, you know, yeah. Sorority row. The Greek area. Yeah. Yeah. So, which by the way is sponsored by Bud Light and all of the sororities are on it except for a one where the heads of the sorority did not approve them being as spon- like affiliated with Budweiser. Oh, I got it. That's interesting. How crazy is that? That like your whole ass party is sponsored by Bud Light. You know, like I've heard of that shit. Mm-hmm. And I just don't even know. Like, it's like you have to know a sales rep or something. But I don't, I mean, it makes sense if they're going to be drinking so much. If I were a beer company, I would definitely want to involve myself because it is big business. I would definitely want to involve myself, be affiliated with one of the bigger houses, the biggest house, because that's people are going to see that and they're going to want to drink that beer. Row, you get all the you get all the frat boys, you get all the hot girls. It is like the perfect branding opportunity, right? Yeah, no, that's crazy. You know, as you heard Michaela reference, her skirt is from the pants store. Now, what is the pants store? It is a the pants store is one of the breakout stars of this week. They joined TikTok because of Michaela saying shout out to the pants store. You know, this is the branding opportunities that came out of this. Michaela herself works at a boutique. Her goal now, mm. well, we'll get get to it a little bit more later. But anyway, pants store blew up. This whole thing is marketing, marketing, marketing. Perfect. You know, just money falling into these brands. Labs. All of their OOTDs were all sold out everywhere. So then. Yeah. Everyone's hype. We get a song. This guy, Young036, that's his TikTok name. Right. He has a song called Where Them Zetas At. Mm -hmm. And this song was adopted. This song was originally made for like the frat Zeta, whatever that is, because they blew up one of his songs. But when he saw that, Bama Rush Talk was trending. He adopted this song to be for the sorority. Do you want to play this this jam? Once Definitely. you hear this jam, I think you'll like feel the spirit. Okay, I'm into it. So please come to the stage for a roll call. Queens of the road, check. Good grades on exam, check. You can't go a day, check. Without sans lounge, check. Work. Good grades on exams. Mm-hmm. You can't go a day without saying slam. Is this slam? I don't know what uh, that means. 
I, I don't know. Yeah. I was I mostly have been feeling the beat, if oh, okay. I'm gonna be honest, but I okay. am happy that they get good grades. I think that yes. that's like see, this is where it kind of all flirts with like this disguise of being something it's not. Yeah, right. Which is let's say it, you're joining a fucking friendship club for life. That costs money. You have to pay money. You have to all live in a house together. You wouldn't know each other otherwise. Unless maybe it's like you went to the same high school or something. It's just a weird and it's a chore. And then you have to do it. I mean, I know people leave them, but you have to do it for your whole college. Okay. But like, here's the thing, right? Like someone like you or me, we go to college. We're like, here's my skill that I like to do. I'm going to enhance that. And I'm going to maybe join a club or I'm going to take a class that enhances that. And through that, I'll meet people. And that's how someone like you or me or most people would create a social network at school. Yeah. Um, But this is like just speeding up the process. It's saying not just welcome to college, but like, we're going to give you a club of all of these people that you all have stuff in common. You would least like the same things. Apparently you, hold the same values, maybe you have family, friends. Like it's just, um, I, I I do understand the appeal, especially in terms of getting people at a very vulnerable time in their life. Like you're yeah. 18 years old and you're leaving your family's house for the first time. Yeah, They're, Your family's trying to set you up in a little cult that is like, honestly, it is a little racist cult. Like, let's yeah. be real. Like at, sure. at its, the roots of its origins. And like, um, much like Lori Laughlin, like I'm kind of like, no hate, like I get it. Like you yeah. were doing what you could for your kid. Um, and you were, I mean, this is, we're recording this the night after I just finished, uh, we just all finished white Lotus. So this is like hitting extra hard, just thinking about it, but mm. people are, they're using their, the family, familial connections, nepotism, money, uh, to try and do the best they can for their kids uh, that they think, you know, it's, yeah. yeah, no, it's, they're, uh, se- they're getting set up for, they're building a network. Right. And that's like the best thing you can do. So it does make sense. It's just very foreign to me. Okay. Let's hear the rest of the song. Where them zaders at? Yeah. Where them zaders at? Yeah. Where them zaders at? Yeah. Where them zaders at? Shout out to my little repetitive. I do yeah. like the beat. I do like the beat, but switch it up here. Back it up a little bit because you're going to hit miss the shout outs to the house mom. Oh, okay. Yeah, shout out mama dead. Hardest on the road. Top house every year. Where them Zaders at? Yeah. Where them Zaders at? Yeah. Where them Zaders at? Yeah. Where them Zaders at? Zaders tie off and throw your crowns up. Hey, she is Zaders tie off and throw your crowns up. Hey. It goes hard, Brian. Yeah, it like, goes hard. Well, this is, I don't know what to say. This is when you're grinding on the dance floor. Dude, I'm telling you, yeah. there's at you know, at a certain point you just submit. I, I'm a big submitter, dude. Mm, I'm a sub. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a stuff. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. You put this on my page enough. I'm like, hell yeah. Where are them Zetas at? Right. Yeah. Now, yeah. Now we're like in the full swing of things. And I think people are really like, uh, they have a real boner, especially for Michaela, not, uh, 
Sorry. They have like, uh, they're excited for Michaela. I don't mean like sexually. I meant right. they, they have an emotional heart on for Michaela yes. because uh, it, it's just, it's going, it's going crazy, right? We have songs, we have everything. Um, and she is kind of like the unofficial mascot already of this whole movement. And then this video drops from Cosmo. This is like all Cosmo. This was great. Yeah, so she gets the ball rolling, and then people are starting to look a little bit more and see what's up. If you're invested in Alabama Rush TikTok, there's something you should probably know if you don't already. University of Alabama sororities were only desegregated in 2013, as in Black students were denied bids to join traditionally white sororities. That same year, Kennedy Cobb, who had a 4.3 GPA in high school and was class salutatorian, rushed and was denied a bid. Melanie Gotts, a student at the time, brought attention to this discrimination, speaking openly of her sorority's involvement in denying Kennedy a bid. After days of student protests and meetings with sorority presidents and a video message, University of Alabama's then-president facilitated a continuous open bidding process, allowing women of color to rush traditionally white sororities and said the school will not tolerate discrimination of any kind. If you're investing... Okay. Interesting, not surprising. I mean, 2013, that's pretty fucking recent. That's not if, even a decade. Right. If you had said like, oh, they didn't allow, they didn't allow black students in fraternities or sororities till 1979. I would have been like, man, they really waited a while, huh? Like that's, that's so late. Dude, but, post 9-11, if you told me post 9-11, yes, yeah. just that as a reference point, I'd yeah. be like, that's insane. 2013. I was in college. Yeah. yeah. 2013. Like. That's like that was like a couple years ago. Like that's yeah. Not, we're talking like people are still bumping electric feel by uh, M eighty three, and it's just starting to feel a little. Is that exact, a, is that exactly wait? the reference I was going to use? The, you know uh, what I mean? Yeah. Here's the other thing that that strikes me, and this has struck me in a couple things. The Alabama student newspaper is called the Crimson White. Like, yeah. what a name, like change it, change the name. I get that it doesn't mean the white people, but well, also the white crimson might be worse. That's true. That's true. And also, but also crimson and white, that's two colors. You got a two color named thing. Hey, I'm going to call something the blue green, the yellow right. orange. What the like fuck? Crimson, the crimson white. white. Crimson White might be like a, a fun name for like a pop-up bar they yeah. have on campus. Yeah. Or but or the, the the homecoming queen. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you homecoming king Ted Alexander and his beautiful queen, Miss Crimson White. Sure, sure. Right? Is she legally changing her name to be homecoming queen? No, she was born or that. She-, she was born that. Oh, and she all just also went to University of Alabama. Well, no, in this world there isn't a crimson white newspaper. It's just that's just her name. There's, oh, okay. In this world, the University of Alabama student newspaper is just named something normal, not crimson white. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah. So th- we find out there's so much more going on. I'm going to link this full article in the comments. This is like not even the premier article on the machine, but yeah. There's an article on Business Insider uh, who's been trending with us lately. We keep covering uh, Business Insider stories, but 
Um, this is a list of 10 stories that show the power of the machine, University of Alabama's all-white secret society. So this uh, this started as a part of a Theta New Epsilon, which it was, I guess, some of the founding members of the student government at University of Alabama were in Theta New. And mm-hmm. so they, to this day, have this underground society. They've now added you know, others, other fraternities, as well as sororities, yeah. especially since the introduction of like, I, I think their inclusion of other people has become even greater. I'm sorry, yeah. other white people has become yeah. even greater since the schools have integrated. Um, But, you know, it starts out with like 1976 uh, students burn crosses after yeah. a black candidate wins SGA president. Their whole thing, the thing that they're obsessed with is yeah. the student body president. I couldn't believe this, Malls. This is like, so all these, it's like a secret society that's not so secret. I mean, they have a pamphlet. Can't be that secret. It's not exactly skull and bones here. But these, they have this secret group that's basically, it's kind of like, a, it's like kind of like the Teamsters, you know, where it's like ev- all the all the fraternities and What's sororities. What's a Teamster? Teamsters like a Teamsters like oh, a truckers union. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so like okay. the oh, Teamsters okay. from the set, the Teamsters represents the 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 um like the drivers and stuff on movie sets, but they also represent like all the UPS drivers and like pe- like it's a it's like a, a workers union. And they sure. uh, yeah. Yeah. So they all these fraternities and sororities like secretly agree to take the power of their membership and get them to do the things they want get to have done. And one of those things, it seems like the biggest thing is electing the student body president every year. It's like a huge deal. I know. Well, <laughs> honestly, I would more compare it to like the Hell's Angels except they don't care about animal abuse or murdering pedophiles. Like this is just like why are you just a bunch of fucking like just like fucking thugs like getting together yes. and yes. like for what? Like, what are you poindexters? Like, what does that even mean? Yes. Like, I'm sorry, maybe I am sleeping on the incredible amount of deeply influential people that have been the SGA yes. president at the University of Alabama. I am so sorry if I'm not aware. I didn't know Bill Gates. Like, who right. did? Who Who cares? No. Um, but anyway, Malls, these Malls, fucking nerds ta- have terrorized black guy's, people on campus. They tapped a guy's phone one time. Oh, no. And this is my question about this part of the thing. There was apparently like beer cans and they found like the wire outside. Yeah. Yeah. You know what they were doing? And then there was beer cans like uh, everywhere they wrote. And I don't I didn't know what that meant. Was there beer cans there because they were sitting there listening? Yeah. They were like staking it out. List drinking beers listening to this guy this is like watergate they they were listening to this guy plan his campaign on the phone because this was in the 80s and they were they were just having a fucking beer party making notes and probably masturbating because they that's also what those, yeah destroyed a local pizza restaurant yes uh, the pizza man's son ran for student body president he wasn't approved by the by the machine so the machine 
boycotted because that's the kind of power they have. If if no fraternity or sorority member goes to your pizza place in a college town, you're you're not going to sell very many pizzas. I they, mean, I'm thinking this whole town seems to cater toward these. I mean, this is their business. Like yeah. one of the many things I heard flying around and obviously I have no way to verify all of this. This is like one part of my life. Again, I'm not Ronan Farrow. Yeah. The tanning salons are open 24 seven right. during rush week in yeah. this town. So yeah. this is, I'm sure a place that has so many cheesy breadsticks available at yeah. all hours of the day. It's crazy. I feel like this was cause this guy's and not to stereotype here, but the guy's name was Vaselli. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just not thinking you get too many authentic Italian pies in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. I bet these guys did a pretty good pizza. And th- oh, th- I'm this, sure they did. This is a small business. You're just like that's what the machine does. They, they no, but like yes. They probably are so racist there that they're yeah. racist against Italians. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? How do you feel? How do you feel about this though? Because the the verbiage from the article says popular Tuscaloosa eatery, Bama Bino Pizza. I got a real problem with eatery as a word. What are your thoughts? I don't like it. You don't either? The only time I use it is when I am uh, intentionally trying to uh, mock bad copywriting. Right? Right? Eatery. Because it also, it kind of like, it's kind of like a nag on Bama Bino pizza. Like it's like, just like, it's just like a place just with like troughs. They give you the pizza in a trough and you're not allowed to use your hands. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, that's how, that's how I see it. If you call it an eatery, it sounds disgusting. Well, an eatery feels like, um, the font of the show Frasier to me. Yes. Yep. And that feels, um, like it's taking itself seriously in a, pathetic desperate way yes totally absolutely and that's why i don't like that yeah i agree uh, but i what do else? like that fraser font separately it's just a different feeling you know i get it yeah no i totally understand what you're saying um so more recently this is i mean the the pizza thing you know it was maybe in middle school when that happened let's get up to the real shit okay yeah. dog yeah. 2013 lawsuit alleges machine involvement in local city election nerds. Yeah, they got they had all of their uh, members get registered to vote in Tuscaloosa and they elected people, their preferred candidates to like the school board. Yeah, and they also um the the sorority members were offered free drinks and limo rides, which yeah. I don't actually don't think is crazy. I mean, we were doing shit like that for sure. For sure. Yeah. Uh during this election. Yeah. I mean, I mean I'm sending I was sending pizzas to the polls. Like yeah. I was doing all that shit. Totally. As an incentive to keep people in line. So I mean, I don't know. But I get you. Yeah. Um, listen, okay, let's get to the next part of it. Okay. So we start to understand, like, a lot of us on, in the world, all of this is going on. We don't have any fucking idea what any of this is. We need someone who's going to tell us the truth, but someone who also knows the inside. Yes. Now, I'll be real with you. I, I understand where a lot of the older alums, you know, 
sisters, I don't know, older sisters, whatever the fuck they're called. Whatever the hell they're called, I don't know the term. Big sis, big sis. I was seeing a lot of like, um, you know, like 40-year-old women be like, well, one thing you, no, no, because like, no, this is the same reason why we're covering it. This is a real, this is anthropology. Like this really is, okay? Um, They're, they're like, well, you know, you know, Michaela did this, did that, we'll get to it. But they were kind of justifying what I was seeing going on. And like, let's be, let's admit that this is what this is, which is absolutely not even a a popularity contest, but a game of strategy with human lives Yeah, about, you know, and that's, and because at the end of the day, like it comes down to quotas it comes down to a, oh, I don't like this girl so much, but she's more harmless because of this yeah, type attitude. Harmless. Yeah. And so let's just like, let's just be real about what that is. Like, let's not act like everyone at, at uh, you know, 20 years old who's voting on who belongs in what sorority is coming at this as a great person. Yeah. Um, no. But enter this, this girl, Parker Wubin, okay, who was a... University of Alabama sorority member. She and her husband both went there and she's she starts to explain really what's going on for Let's everyone at home out. who doesn't know Greek but is watching this. Okay. Okay, I am so in deep on Rush TikTok right now. Um, I'm so triggered by it because I was the Rush intern, Rush chair, and president of my sorority at Alabama. I pledged in 2011. My husband is also triggered by it because he spent many of days waiting in the car for me um, while I was doing presidential things. Um, but I would love to give you the tea on what's going down, the skinny, the 411. So comment and I will reply to you and try to explain what's going on because it is a foreign land. How come everybody goes l- with the low angle on TikTok? Um, because it's your phone, right? And we're not like they're not old. And I also think like one thing that I've noticed you, um, not struggle with, but like you that you as someone who's not on the app doesn't understand is that yeah. there's vanity is not a thing on TikTok. In mm. fact. People who show up dressed up and primed for everything, you either respect them as a business person or you think they're kind of pathetic or, you know, like it's kind of TikTok is very come as you are. Mm -hmm. I just got so much neck. I'm all neck. If I go low like that with the camera. People are just you're not going to hear what I'm saying because it's just neck everywhere. Well, you got that. You may not have been on MySpace, but you do have that that, you know, late Gen X cell phone posture you yeah, know hold it up i hold it up a, yeah you need that in a i photo. do and by the way we are built to that like as an elder millennial i will yeah. admit there's something about it that feels comfortable not just from a oh this is more flattering yeah but this is that's how i know my angles yeah so hold the, that shit I'm, up high you I i'm take, not hey, that bitch i'm at a, I'm, I'm walking by you at disneyland and you're like, hey, can you take a picture of us, you and your friend or something? I go, yeah. And I go to take that picture. I hold that fucking camera up. You're going to get, I'll and get you. Sometimes a, I'll, I'll go emo. Sometimes I'll go yeah. emo and rotate it. N- not like one, one sixth. I'll rotate it one sixth, you know? Whoa, really? Yeah, just to get a better, because I, I am. I'm into Make my framing. I, yeah. I have 
I have pride in my framing. Yeah, I'm, I like to, uh, you know, rule of threes. I like to have everything framed perfectly. I like to get like the full body in the shot or just shoulders and above, depending on what we're doing. But I'm going to shoot you one head on, maybe just a little bit high. And then I'll just creep up. I'll, I'll put the camera up just like a little bit over my head and snap you from above. And you know what? I bet you end up using that one. And here's the thing I'll tell you about the slight rotation. Is yeah, that tell me. it's perfect for cropping. Yeah. What it does is it brings the eyes up in a unique way when you do a one six. It's like, I'm telling you, you guys, you got to do a little quick dial to the left or right one six of a turn. I'm going to try that. Definitely. Okay, listen. So she decides, okay, I'm triggered enough. By the way, do you love that she's married to her high school or her college boyfriend? I wasn't ready for that where she's like, and my husband and my husband's triggered too. And I was going to say, oh, because he was, you know, in a fraternity at the same school. And she's like, cause he had to wait in the car for me while no, I was no, doing no. my- I I think he was her boyfriend then and now sure. he's her husband, yes. but he was, they're a very close couple. Yeah. I was surprised that they were together. They'd been together that long. Yeah. 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 Imagine. Okay. Uh, so if you want to play her, she does these car sort right, of explanations. Is, yeah. This is a really good question. Um, they're asking what's with all the themes. It seems like bid day, but it doesn't seem like it's already time for bid day. You're exactly right. So at the University of Alabama, they have different um, themes for each day of recruitment. And each day of recruitment is two days long, except for preference day. Jesus. So the first what? day is ice water tea. This is like an open house round. This is where the girls are wearing sundresses. Um, well, that's what we wore in our day. But this year, it looks like they're wearing just like casual athleisure. Um, since it seemed like it was on Zoom, it's typically in person. The rounds are um, like, I think they're like 15 minutes long. So it's like really fast fire rapid round. The next day is philanthropy day. That's the day that they're all wearing um, another t-shirt provided by uh, the university and then um the members of the sorority are wearing costumes possibly colors for example i was a zeta to alpha and they were wearing pink that day our philanthropy was breast cancer research and awareness um so the next day is sisterhood day this is what is previously referred to as skit day um mm. in years past we used to do a skit showing off the personality of the house um, it mm. got a little bit too I crazy. People were doing mm -hmm. some like I know really I want to die. Insanely mm -hmm. difficult things. I know I want to like die. Yeah, because it it drives you crazy when they call it a skit when they mean sketch. No, I mean that's part of it, but yeah. no, I mean I mo mostly mean I know I want to die because like. Even I loved my college sketch comedy group more than anything. Yes. And like, frankly, when I was, even when we did the reunion, like we all sort of like laugh and we're very like tongue in cheek, but cause we understand like it was hilarious to us at the time. And it probably was hilarious. Um, uh, you know, maybe yeah. for the time. Yeah. Yeah. None of it would hold up now. Some of it was very rushed. Right. You know? Right. Um, right. Yeah. To, so, a, but then you about, were performing a lot of uh, first drafts, right? And yeah. when, 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 no, well, never that. But yeah. like, it's like honestly, it was like, wow, so and so needs to pull their weight next semester. That's what always the vibe was, you know. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then you, and then you see something like this, and you're just like, I know. Remember orientation? Yeah. Did you have skits at orientation? I don't think so. They're not written with comedy in mind. Right. They're yeah. more. Um, 
And especially when you see this, so there's this veneer of this is all very proper, but there's also all this catty shit going on behind the scenes. And we'll get to even more of that. Yeah. But, you know, from my own friend who, um, you know, I spoke to before this, one of the things she said was that at her school, um, which is, you know, not particularly far from Bama in terms of just, you know, Greek life. Um, they're studying these girls for weeks before they even get to school. You're telling me that you have a house of like a hundred girls together talking about high schoolers that they're going to be in charge of selecting. They're all doing this in a nice way. No. Impossible. That's not, it's, it's gotta be so catty. It's gotta be so, I mean, it's, it's, and it's not even, I'm not even saying that there's anything wrong with it. It's just human nature. People talk shit. That's my whole thing with this, with all of Bama rush talk is like, I'll just spoil my, my whole point now. This thing is so sorted and we all know it is. We all know it's filthy. We all know it's ugly. We all know what you do. And we know what you say because we've either done that yeah. or it's just at the very bare minimum what we expect of people. Yeah, especially 20-year-old um, girls. No need to lie and yeah. um, pretend that that's not what's going on here. Um, and I just think that in in reality, these things need to be a no social media thing going on moving forward mm. because not just did this go viral as like a thing but there was one or two or three girls at the center of it who were really quote-unquote carrying Bama Rush talk right Mm -hmm. and Michaela was also really at the center of this and what got even worse was when other people started using her sound and like um not even in a mean way but sort of just celebrating that Bama Rush talk was trending we're talking alums were doing that we're talking current members were um this where where my zeta's at i think that if you danced to that song and you weren't in zeta university of alabama you would have been banned completely um there's a reason why like ootds were the main thing that girls used and it's because for the most part you couldn't be with your phone all day but also because michaela i think started it are you ready to shop Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. 
Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, go if uh, there's another part of, of uh, this part, whole this part whole two. thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay, here's part two. I was the recruitment chair for my sorority at Alabama, rushed in 2011. I was also the president, the recruitment intern, and I was also the recruitment advisor after, <coughs> excuse me, after college. Um, is it rigged? I really want to address this because every, it, it depends. It is not rigged per se. We do have like um, a meeting. We have work week, work, uh, we call them rush workshops beforehand. And we go through the entire list of potential new members. We call them PNMs. Um, and people from their hometowns pick out girls that they like, the people, the girls that they know, the girls who um, they think are a good fit for the house. And we do like talk to them. You know, we place them with specific girls. I can't even talk today. I haven't even had my coffee yet. Um, but no, it is not rigged in the sense that, um, you know, like we come in and we say like, you have to be in this house. There, there used to be a legacy policy where legacies, um, which is a person whose mother, sister, aunt was in the uh, sorority, got some preferential treatment um, for the first couple rounds, but they did away with that policy this year. Nationally, my sorority did. Um, so it really is just a free for all. Also, um, when you're issued a bid, it is done by computer software. So there is, we have nothing to do with that. We vote on you as a PNM. So we rate you like one through five, five being the highest, one being the lowest. And then the PNM also rates us. So it's a mathematical software on the computer that match it. It's like a matching system. So even if it, if we wanted it to be rigged, it couldn't be because it's all done by computer software. So it is not rigged, but we, there are some preferences for sure. Um, the blackballing thing, that's not a real thing. I mean, I'm sure it, it happens in some houses, but we didn't let that happen in our house. Um, it's also against national policies to do that. So, And there's always advisors and things like that in the house during recruitment. Um, so. Okay. I think that's Yes good. and no. It's not. Yeah. Okay. So this software is real. Um, that's crazy. There's like a whole, there's a company that made this software. Um, there's a guy on TikTok who explained the whole thing. I will link that in the description, mm -hmm. but basically the way it works is that all of these 1000 girls or whatever, 1500 girls, let's say. Yep. I think it's more than that. These 50, let's say 1500 girls are, are rushing. They all yep. get a piece of paper where they get to say, I want this is my number one pick, my number two, my number three. The sororities, they see a picture of each girl. That's how my one of my friends explained it to me. And they vote based on whether or not her voting was very ceremonial. It was like three people. They couldn't see each other. They had three cards, a red, a green, and a yellow, which meant green is go for it. Yeah. 
yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah. But for just this round, they are they they rank the girls in order of one through one thousand or whatever. Mm-hmm. The computer does all this math because it used to be that they would sit there all night and count every single person's ranking and where they ranked them in relation to that. Yeah. That's fucking it's, nuts. It's very um it's like there's like an algorithm that they I'm use. dyslexic. I would have ruined that. Oh, me too. It's confusing. Oh. Can you imagine if you and I were in charge of no, sorting out if no, they just put, cause they no. do that. They take these like 20 year old girls. Yeah. That's what they used to do and be like, here girls figure out this algorithm. Like Matt Damon and you know, goodwill hunting couldn't have figured that out. Like that's crazy to me. That's crazy nuts. No. So, um, basically another like nuanced part to that is that the legacy stuff. And I do believe Michaela was actually a legacy. Um, the legacy thing is important because, the problem with legacies is that not everyone's kid is down like they are. Okay. It's like yeah. if everyone, the black sheep of every family had this free pass to join the sorority. Legacies are actually mm-hmm. considered somewhat of a bummer, especially if there are um, free passes for all of them, because then you have to give up a spot for someone you would have really actually liked. Everybody, everybody remembers animal house. Flounder was a legacy and they, I mean, he was obviously didn't fit in with the guys at the fraternity. So he had to go be an animal house. My mom was so afraid to let me watch animal house that like yeah. she hid the VHS in the house for like, she bought it at Costco yeah. and then like hid it in the house. And like when I was like 13, it was like a real hemming and hawing because of what, what happened was is animal house was, I guess for your generation, what broke people off. Like that's what set, that was your kids. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it was, yeah, it's a little before my time, but it's, yeah, it's definitely, you don't want to send your, no, you don't want to send your kids to college after watching that movie. I literally forgot you were at my mom's age. Yeah. Mm -mm. It's a good movie though. Although it's in hindsight, it's a little problematic. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, okay, let's just move into the this next thing. So Babs yeah. the Builder is yep. on here, and she's explaining how just, like, intoxicating Rush is. I have always personally said that you could get me to join any cult very easily, and I have more thoughts on, like, how far I would go and what, what kind of hazing I would want. Yeah, because uh, they make it like- a competition. So you, you're mm-hmm. like, I want to win. I want. How come I'm not winning? And you're not even re- – this is a lot like The Bachelor. Like it's the guy is the guy is a fucking software salesman from Denver and Mm -hmm. you guys are like stabbing each other in the throat to get the fuck to get to win the love of the most average white man you could ever imagine the most innocuous human being. But because they make it a competition, you do it. This is this is the same thing right here. Like you you might not even care. You might not even like living with these girls and being part of this world. But because you want to win, that's all that matters. I really wonder what percentage of girls on The Bachelor are who are college educated have been in sororities because you would have to be in a sorority to thrive in an environment like that. There's yeah. so many. I mean, the actually the Bachelor and and uh, sorority like analogy that you just posed is yeah. there's a lot of essays in there. Okay. Oh, totally. Yeah, I see it. Hmm. 
Okay, let's watch Bab this, Babs the Builders vid. Right now, because, and this may or may not be surprising to you, I used to be a sorority girl. How does somebody with a personality this grading get into a sorority? I was a legacy. But still, I think that I learned a lot about people from being on both sides of Rush. So here are my top three fundamental human truths from Greek recruitment. Right, number one, the smartest woman you know would join a cult in a second if a pretty upperclassman from her high school told her that it was a good idea. Number two, if you say, I just don't think they would be happy here. What that means is you don't like this person and you know the reasons that you don't like them are a little messed up, so you don't want to explain. Number three, wearing matching outfits, chanting in unison, and knowing secrets is so fun on such like a primal level that I'm still not fully convinced humans aren't meant to be a hive mind. Like, you know, when you hoist a basket of laundry on your hip and like a 14th century washerwoman from Ireland takes over your body, it's very that. Like there's something very Stone Age about joining a sorority. You put the t-shirt on and the only thing you can think to do is start screaming. You gotta be ready for battle. What battle? I don't know, but it feels right. I'm really enjoying the popularity of Brooke. You should probably host this podcast with her. Like she's a lot smarter than me and she just put that so succinctly and brilliantly. Yeah. yeah. It's, and it's, it's, it a, takes it's a real you psychological there. analysis. Yeah. Where she's like, this is just, it's human nature. Well, she's been in it, you know, yeah. and, and anyone, I mean, I, I did Kairos. You know, uh, I don't know if I don't anyone know what knows that what, that is. What, that I don't is. Know what that is. I did it in high school. Uh, it's a Catholic retreat. Mm, mm -hmm. And there's a secret at the end of Kairos, and I can't break the secret of Kairos. Uh, but <sighs> is this no, like Brian? Is this like when you become a seventh level Thetan and they show you they show you L. Ron Hubbard's writings about the aliens, and you're like, "Are you fucking kidding me? I've spent how much money on this? No, it's in, like all my friends setting, are in this. No, it's like setting the white lotus up with the death." Like, it's right. just like you get the thing and it's like, oh, and then you realize like, oh, wait a minute. Like, you know, uh, this whole thing hinged on me learning some secret. Right, right. <laughs> it's, it's it's fine. It's great. Listen, so yeah. I, I do. <laughs> I get it. I would I would be involved in that. The singing is huge. It breaks you down. Also, you have to remember these girls have no voices by the end of it. They're singing most of it. My friend said all these girls had blisters. Um, if you, there was well, like I can't one, sing. What if you can't sing? I was thinking the same thing, Brian, because I, as an introvert, I can't imagine doing this to begin no. with. If I had a parent who made me do this, Never. I would resent them. Yes. Beyond. Yes. Um, but. I also, you know, you're at that age where everyone is like ready to call you an adult and like hold you accountable when you do yeah. something wrong. And you're but not. you also have like if your parents tell you you have to do something, you still listen at that age for the yeah. most part. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. If they're like, hey, daddy, that's like a real southern thing too mom like was watching re reading one of these other things and there was a quote and it was somebody talking about their daddy they're like daddy was a daddy was a zeta thou or whatever it's like there's a lot of pressure there to be to well, uphold that you know i always had people say to me you know from the west coast especially when i was living in new england like they hated the fact that tradition was so important there and they hate tradition and if you think tradition is bad in the Northeast, I can only, it's crazy down there. Oh yeah. Especially like be. in this lifestyle to begin with, there was obviously other parts of the country chiming in who were in like the Panhellenic and also the, um, uh, the sororities and fraternities at 
um, that are like originated historically black colleges and universities. Oh, I yeah. believe it's like NC AP or something. I don't know. Whatever. Mm, yep. It might not be that. I don't know. But um, yeah, they that they also were charming chiming in. Like anyone who was like part of like that world, it was very much people saying like this is a rare breed even within the Greek universe. Right. Um, okay. Yeah. So it's like extra. Just yeah. like it seems Bama Rush is extra. Yeah. Yeah. In, it's on in 11. In my world, I would say it's on low hand. That's what I always right. say. When things yeah. are just a little like buck, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like on a permanent good one, you know? Yeah. So then we have Zerlina Schmerlina's TikTok. This is something I had told you about on yep. Stereo. Yep. We do a Tuesday and Friday live show on Stereo app. You can check it out. It's in the description of the show. But I had mentioned to you during our pre-show that the story was blowing up and that this is so severe that some people like, I mean, it's life or death for them. Uh, yeah. This this uh, TikTok kind of explains more of that. Okay. And I think we, we're all getting bum-rushed with all of these Alabama Rush TikToks, but what they don't show you is after bidet when you get a list of residents whom you have to check on because they're at risk of harming themselves. Um, or you have residents who are trying to harm themselves or are on unalive watch because they didn't get the bid that they wanted. And it's such a tragic outcome for them that they're they're literally at risk of potentially harming themselves. No one talks about that. You see the outfits of the day, you see all of the other stuff, but no one ever talks about the fact that I had to keep an eye on certain residents because they were so distraught about not getting a bid from the sorority they wanted to get into. Crazy. Okay, so from what I understand, the rounds go like philanthropy. Uh, after that, they do a huge drop of girls, and then it goes into pref week, which is when any sororities that you match with, and the way that this this could be, uh, you know, a whole thing that Michaela obviously she has an effect in. Maybe she picked all of these sororities as her number one, two, and three, and they picked her as their, you know, 1,499, you know, um, that could be the case, but it gets out that what would Jimmy Buffett do? Does not get, she doesn't even get to prep week. What? Do you think it's an outfit of the day situation? Do you think it has something to do with her? Well, yeah. I mean, I think everyone thinks that right away. Obviously in a, in a world of, of girls and especially where people who are, anywhere from like men in their forties right. to um, I've seen, I've seen people of all ages, races, countries. Like it, it's like, honestly around the world, people are talking about this and invested. And a lot of people go straight to they're jealous, right? Yeah. They're jealous yeah. of Michaela. She's um, getting too much pub. She's gone. She's gone viral. They don't like that. They don't like it. Color Me Loverly is her name. She's a creator mm-hmm. who does um, sketches on TikTok. Um, there's some great comedy on TikTok, BT Dubs. Um, yeah. And I really do feel that way. I feel like most, the algorithm really brings the right stuff into your life. It's like very much like having a highly curated YouTube at your hands, which oh, no, there's some is very so funny people great. On there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so she did this Bama Rush PR sketch 
that I thought was great and kind of explained the internet's reaction okay, to Michaela. Let's check it out. Family Rush PR, this is Kelsey. Michaela, yeah, we're all so excited about her. Can't wait to see where she ends up. What what do you mean she was dropped from every single house? I am I'm struggling to understand how that's possible because she was literally everybody's favorite. Yeah, we were all rooting for her. So what could have happened? A video of her drinking. Of course. Yeah, such a rare occurrence among teenagers. Absolutely. And I'm sure you just found this out and haven't been stringing her along since day one. Uh-huh. Yeah, of course. Of course. Race was not a factor. Mm-hmm. Who would not believe that of an institution that was just officially desegregated less than 10 years ago? Absolutely. Totally. Um... Listen, thank you so much for letting me know about this. I do have to make a few phone calls. So, bam, mm-hmm. Okay, so. Putting it out there. Here's what happened. Are you ready? This is where the fucking KFC twist comes in. Not I'm, really, but this is, where I start to immerse, this is where I start to immerse myself in my journalism. Okay? Yeah. yeah. So, what would Jimmy Buffett do? Had a video that she posted when she was, I believe, 17 years old. It was October of 2020. She was drunk. No, sorry. She was sober, according to her. She hadn't started drinking yet. She does admit to drinking later that night. But she got to the uh, restaurant and her friends were drunk and one of them fell on the floor of the bathroom she had ripped her tights and had like a big rip up her the back of her lingerie and was like i have a hole in my my tights and my fucking tights what and then we cut we swing the camera over to a girl who is sitting on a toilet and being like oh my god get off the ground or whatever right yeah it's yep. clearly a very out of control uh, you know, uh, it felt very harmony Corinne. Okay. So she like, she posts this to her private or not her private Snapchat to her Snapchat. She's a fucking girl from Alabama that I mm-hmm. know of. Yeah. I didn't know that she had like some huge following. This video gets screen grabbed according to Michaela from her Snapchat and submitted to a website called, or sorry, a social media entity similar to barstool oh my god old row oh i know old Old row Row is a t-shirt company essentially that also posts viral videos now they tagged her in the tiktok post this was back in january on january 20th yeah old row posted this video on in back in october uh, around Halloween because she's like wearing basically like bikini bottoms in a tank top mm-hmm. with a leather jacket over it. Mm-hmm. Um, she So this was stolen from her Snapchat, according to Michaela, back in October. This was posted to Old Road, t- uh, Old Road TikTok in, on January 20th. Mm-hmm. Um, and they tagged her account, which is like her first and last name that she no longer has in the caption. Right. So it's it it was she was tagged in the video. It's made to seem as if she submitted it. She may, you know, who knows? Sure. Okay. Anyway, she tried to get this video taken down for months. Mm-hmm. Um, but the video was getting seen anyway. Um, this is apparently the reason why she did not get past, she didn't even get to pref. Unbelievable. This video. Because something embarrassing happened to her. 
Meanwhile, from what I understand is like when a, you know, a regular sort of like um, rough around the edges girl from Mobile, Alabama, who Mobile, Alabama, who Mm -hmm. fucking, you know, maybe, you know, is known to do coke on the weekends and get blackout drunk. Right. She's like considered kind of like, oh, she's the cool one. You know, she like has this like past, but then when Michaela, this little video in which she says she hadn't even had a drink yet. And she is, she look at her, the way she yeah. comes in. O O T D day one philanthropy yep. pant store. Yep. Like she comes in like that. I believe she showed up sober to that place and her friends were already a wreck. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think it matters one way or the other. So if she's, if she said she like, she has, no real reason to say she hadn't been drinking. Cause guess what? People drink, you know, like what's it's also, but like, you know, the whole thing is, you know, well, we'll find out way more. They're not allowed to drink in their letters. They're not yeah. allowed to do like certain, you know, they're not allowed to do so many things. I mean, it's very inhibiting. Um, and, and God would think like, you know, you get a hand job every day for the rest of your life after graduation. Like one would think that based off of what it seems like they, go through in a time in your life where you should be doing whatever the fuck you want. Um, anyway, it's hard to feel like there's not a racial component. So, you know, mommy got curious. Um, big malls, AKA bell pepper head. Yeah. Got curious. And this is where this comes in. So I am like poking around after I heard about the old row thing. I saw it. I was like, uh, and then that just like stuck in my mind. Then I come across this video. It just comes up on my page. This is a FIMU senior, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, Millie. She posts this OOTD parody video because, as you know, a lot of girls at this point, even in the sororities, have been doing um, OOTD videos that seem more like just like kind of like fun. Maybe they are making fun of them, but this one. I sent this to my friend who was in a sorority earlier when we were talking today. And I was like, this is why I have such like a, this is why I'm like railing on this mm-hmm. is because I saw this video and something on a spiritual level fucking clicked for me. Really? Watching these 22 year old girls making fun of this 18 year old girl. It fucking, yes, it clicked for me. I was like, oh, I get it. They're fucking not, not threatened, but they're too dumb to realize that like, her her ability to just have the again the fucking gumption to put herself out there is an asset and like yeah. it's fucking weird totally. to like what like it's like i know because you you don't in like a sketch comedy group for example we didn't want a star we didn't want someone that we looked at them and we're like they're really like would be a really good sketch they're a really good stand-up but like yeah. they're not first you know what i mean not there a team was player people- she's she's being punished for her, her ambition yeah, there was people that we had and we were like, you are our boy. We just yeah. can't have you in our group because you're too big of a star. Right. Like this was this is not that this was a total like, you know, they're let's play Millie from Five Muse. OK, video. I before I get upset. Hey, y'all. So my compliment. <laughs> Okay, pause real quick. Yeah. So that is an obvious slam at some of the girls who were showing up on the timeline with having lost their voices. Because again, the um, Starbucks in 
this town in Tuscaloosa ran out of the ingredients for medicine ball tea because so many girls lose their week, uh, lose their voice during rush week um, from singing. Yeah. There was no honey left. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, They like, they, they're, these girls are breaking their goddamn backs. Totally. This is why I'm saying take it offline. Do not allow social during this. And especially do not allow yourself to show up looking like a jealous loser. Yeah, that's really sad. It's pathetic. You're about to be working at an accounting firm next year. Totally. And you're showing up looking like a jealous loser. Because even if you're not, that's how it reads. And there's totally. no way around it. But I anyway, agree. we'll we'll continue. Keep going. Okay. Sorry. My dress is from Furry Fable. My <laughs> name tag is from Five U. My shoes are from Boutique down the road, and my jewelry's normal. Mm. <laughs> hey, all my dress is from H.O. <laughs> my shoes are from Target. Okay, can we use stop for a second? Yeah. Tell me some things you noticed about the last like two girls in particular. They're well, they're older. Well, they they're are too, older. They're too I old meant- to be doing this shit. The the third one is clearly making fun of someone's posture or yeah. she herself is wearing a scoliosis brace, in which case, what up, girl? Yeah. Um, I should technically be wearing an eye patch because I have a lazy eye. Okay, yeah. twins. But yeah. what I am saying is like, this is, so the first girl, they're all doing this jewelry normal thing because mm. the girls that are, especially someone like Michaela, particularly Michaela, is so in the habit of doing these OOTDs to no one mm-hmm. or to maybe a small reception that sh- when she describes her jewelry, she doesn't go through her everyday pieces. Right. She says, my jewelry, normal. Right. Just like she, what she's saying is what I always wear. Yeah. The usual. Because yeah. you only thing. have yeah. 60 seconds in a TikTok video. So yeah. you can't be like, my mom's ring. You know, yeah. you, know yeah. you only have so much time. There's also this sort of weird thing where – um, and most of the time it's like people being like, this ring is my, this bracelet's my grandma's and they're pointing to some like beautiful Hermes bracelet. And I think the joke is that their grandmas are, are wealthy, but these right. girls take it and say, I'm wearing my Mima's dress, making it seem like they're wearing peasant clothes. Right. It's just like so catty. Yeah. I, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Finish this. Keep playing this one. Mm-hmm normal and my, my pants from find you <laughs> hey y'all so my romper oh this isn't a romper this is a jumpsuit um my jumpsuit is underground only you know afc um my shoes are from target and my jewelry is normal <laughs> hey y'all my dress is passed down from my great 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 nima and my new <laughs> tags from find me <laughs> hey my earrings are from think they're boutique. so funny yeah yeah, the they do. worst part is they think that I think the last girl had a little class. I will say the other girls are so like the worst part is, is that they're such followers about it. Like, mm-hmm. the OK, so this is where I start to wonder. I left a comment on this video and I was like, I hope you guys aren't like making fun of specific pledges, knowing they absolutely are. I mean, you're if you're mocking someone's posture, that's something you've been doing in private for days. Like yeah. you guys would not be cackling if that wasn't something that was like an inside joke by now. Sorry, been around the block, dude. Like, whatever. So at this point, I put together a little video, which you can find mm. on our social media. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm telling you, 
that video for the ratio it had, that thing had 16 shares in under an hour. So wow. that shit went all around to all these girls. Right. And they're all in my comments. I didn't even tag them. I didn't even do hashtag find you. Right. I, I actually screen recorded the video. So there was no like way that they could, there was no way around it. Right. 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 And that they could see that I did this. They, um, they all are like, they're all in my comments. All of these girls in this video being like, we didn't mean anything by it. Like we swear we're just making like a video. Like we're doing like the things that we normally do. You go to all their pages. They're either private or there are no OOTDs. Like right. none of the shit that they're, they're obviously clearly making fun of people. They think they're slick enough to get away with it. They think that grown people have not been being mean to each other on this basic of a level forever. Yeah. So I decide, okay, Let's get into it because I actually feel like when I see that, I feel like that's personal. So yeah. I go into Michaela's account and I scroll back because I remember back in the day, you know, when I went to college, we were on AOL. So you would go and you type in Boston College into the AOL directory and it would show you anyone who was BC06, right? Right. And so I started AIMing with all of these people that I was going to be in school with the next year for probably like six months before I was in school. So mm, mm -hmm. all these kids were, were kids that are, were during the pandemic, right? They probably right. knew they were going to Bama. I'm thinking these people are already in contact. Sure enough. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. On February 17th, mm. Michaela posts this TikTok. What? Um, where there are okay, just if you just want to play it, this is where things are starting to get a little spicy for me. Yeah. I saw a TikTok like a long time ago talking about like some people smelled like showing their top and bottom teeth like that. And that's how I smell. Like and I didn't like realize it then. I just sort of like scroll past TikTok, but I'm going to Bama next year and I'm in like all these group chats with all these girls like not from here. And they're pointing it out to me too that like like, it's not normal to show top and bottom teeth. So then I went through and, like, looked at all my pictures and zoomed in on my face and every single one. And I'm showing top and bottom teeth, even in the worst, blurry, candid, quick Snapchat pictures. And when I have braces, top and bottom. So somebody tell me if it's, like, a Southern thing or just, like, a me thing. Because I don't want to know. So I'll take top. Okay. So top and bottom. Tell me about the smile. Like, describe. Um, it looks like, oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. There's some celebrity that smiles like this and it's just like a real, like wide, like pull the sides out all four corners, like furthest directions apart of your lips. And it just shows your whole teeth. Some of the prettiest people, you know, that when you tell them to smile, they do a slightly weird smile that almost reverts back to a childlike place. You know, when yeah. a toddler tries to smile. Yeah. But they don't yes. have like full facial control when you say smile. It's yep. not even like that. It's just you get a full view of all the teeth. It's the way her face is built, but it does look a little bit like a child's smile. It's giving Jean Bonnet. Yes, a little bit. Yeah, it does. But okay. also, like, what a weird thing to like, who cares? Well, so these things as a woman, I will just say, don't just like randomly come up. It's yeah. not like you're in a group chat and someone's like, isn't it like crazy when people do this exact thing? And it's like, oh, you mean um, the one fucking person in this chat you all agree does this? Me? Yeah. Yeah. So 
this is like clearly something that they were doing to try and make her insecure. This is something that you don't say to someone just as a girl. I vibe checked this with a bunch of girlfriends this weekend. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, isn't it like at first when you meet another girl and you want to be friends with her and you start to get to know her, it like takes you a while to be like fully transparent, like a great girlfriend where you're like, honestly, honey, you've worn better tops. Like, let's go. We'll go in my closet and do better. Okay. Let's like, you know, This is like a wild critique to make fun of someone's uh, the structure of their jaw. It's weird. Yes. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, these girls like clearly within a month of this being posted on old row already don't like her or at least in a place where they feel comfortable saying this stuff to her. Yeah. So I posted a video about that as well. This video got 78,000 thousand views Whoa. in 24 hours yeah it's the only one i have up on my tiktok account publicly still because like again all these girls are like why do you care about this like what are you doing and i'm like yeah. I, it's for a po- it's like for my podcast and like yeah. also it's like if you it's if you just like go google me you'll see i'm kind of like i'm a bell pepper head mm-hmm. you know totally i'm kind of publicly i'm totally publicly a bell pepper head so yep. like don't even worry about it but do know that, like, I am sniffing out that you are spineless, which is yep. a quality I hate in a person. Yeah. I hate spinelessness. Me too. So then Miss Megan Ranks, who mm-hmm. is a YouTuber, comes in. She, I guess, was a YouTuber when she was – this is what I've learned from her comments. She was a YouTuber while she was in a sorority. So she tips off that sororities will publicly critique you while in privately in public critique you on social media this Mm. is a really this is interesting oh okay let's check it out this is getting very juicy brian we're getting to like juice yeah you're you've done the snooping here so all about those sorority phrases if you are not a part of a sorority but you have friends are you might have seen kind of just weird comments on their instagram or their photos and they all pretty much pertain to like whatever those things are for the sorority. So for the sorority I was in, Kappa, it was the owl, the key, the fleur de So if you were like drunk in a photo or like didn't look good, they would say your key is slipping. They'd also say it to your face or hoot hoot. So like the key, it just is, I don't know, some like weird euphemism. And then hoot hoot, just like the owl being like, you're messy and ugly. But it's that. But it also, you'll see that it like completely changes sorority sorority. So like ones that have a lion, some might come at like roar on them or their specific emojis. But ask your friends who are in sororities and they can tell you and just pay attention to the comments they get on their photos and then how quickly those photos get taken down. Mm. Okay. It's, all, it's always, the answers are always in the comments. This, right. The, the real truth is in the fucking comments. You just got to curate a little bit. And this is where I start to like blame them a little bit because I look at them and I say, okay, it's one thing that all these people really like these few girls that are are going for Bama rush or whatever the fuck you say or that are rushing your sororities. It's, it's fine that they like that, but you could just let it die with that. Like you don't have to embrace it at all. In fact, you could openly shun it. And that would be great to say, hey, in our secret society, we're going to keep that off social media. Um, So word starts spreading around that Michaela, the worst of her sins, is not this drunk video. She also was apparently a mean girl in high school. So Mm. Michaela 
from what I understand and what she has said in her lives, Michaela's doing a whole lot of not really getting to the point for me. Um, but she also doesn't have the 2020 yet. So, um, apparently she went to a school from like 16 to 17 before she was put into quarantine. So Mm. she knew these girls for like one and a half years of high school And apparently she was a mean girl. Michaela owns up and says, I wasn't always the nicest to those girls. I'll be the first to admit it. Like I felt, you know, they were, they weren't people that I knew or wanted to get close to. So I don't know. Now I'm open. Of course I'm open to the idea that what would Jimmy Buffett do was flawed. Of course. Of course. I I don't ride like that, but I want to get into the nitty gritty. She's trying to be a sorority girl at Bama. You think, you think there are non mean girls among those 1,499 Rush girls? No. I mean, listen, I'm not even a Hillary stan, but we took her down for, you know, even less than Michaela. You know, yes. like I'm just saying, like, this is not much. Like, nothing, nothing is, it's all not much. So um, then we get this girl, Farrah Ford. She steps forward onto the stage. This is the most bizarre turn. This is like literally a political, like, it's a head turner. This is the October surprise that we yeah. all needed. Yeah. Now, Farrah Ford takes down uh, parts one, two, three, and six, but we get the gist of a very uh, unfortunate event that happened to her in high school. Um, We need to hear the story. It is honestly the fact that the thing that disturbs me about this, honestly, is that, that Michaela being discredited as a person is in in terms of getting into a sorority at the University of Alabama. Yeah. Is so important that this young woman shared all of this to prove a point. Oh no, this is getting juicy. So, of course, yeah, beginning of the story is missing, middle of the story is missing a little bit, but yeah. the, you actually this Farrah also needed to get to the point a little okay. bit. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So as I was saying, we were at this party and quote, David offered to take me home. And so now this is where the story gets very personal and I hope no one can judge me. I've spoke as highly of Michaela as I can. So I hope that her new fans and friends can um, speak highly of me too. When I say this, Um, me and David eventually did end up hooking up and I was a complete virgin I'd never done anything like that before. A complete virgin. Yeah, I noticed that too. That's, well, I'm not going to explain it. Right. Before we did anything, I told him I was a virgin because I was worried that there would be blood because obviously. Oh my God. Like truly she's coming at us with a story in three parts as well as, I mean, come on. Like, are you kidding me? My personal complete details. virginity, right away, I'm going into a Shakespearean world where I'm wondering what is a complete virginity and what does that look like as a play? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But then additionally, you see there will be blood and yeah. it's just like, you know, actually there might not be like what you might not remember is maybe an accident that happened when you were a kid. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? I don't. Yeah. I just, I do Keep going. recall that there was that people would be concerned about that. Oh, no, for sure. Yeah. They'll peep your genitals, like, on your wedding night. One hundo pee. Yeah. And that happens in 
America as well. Uh, There's like real hardcore Christians that peep the hymen. That's tough. It was just a possibility. And so we talked about it and he said he was perfectly fine with it. Like this was something we were both comfortable with doing. So with that being said, me and David did eventually end up doing like the hanky pank or whatever you want to call it. And not that somehow Michaela found out. And I believe she found out from Snap Nuts because she saw we were together and she immediately started posting about it. And so here is a screenshot of one thing I have um, from her spam. A lot of people are going to be like, that's not real proof because it's indirect. Do you want to read the but quote? Yeah. The yeah read it. Lies where she says hairy balls. Because remember, that is quote Whoa. David. Whoa. Um, and David had his hairy balls. Quote. Yeah. Harry Vagina, that is so, such an ugly name. It's so stupid that it's honestly funny. So here's a post of her talking about me publicly in a really rude manner. This is another screenshot I got from my MacBook this morning. Obviously, the date is March 13th, 2019. So I guess I added them on there the same day or she asked her questions the same day she posted this. If you can't read it, I'll read it for you. It says, I think Harry Balls, David, new nickname should be Freddy Krueger. Since he likes to fuck whores on their periods, Whoa. I guess. Harry Balls and Harry Vagina are a perfect match. Honestly, wouldn't be big mad if no one would have lied to me in the beginning. I would tag y'all, but my friends told me not to. Feel free to shout me a little DM if you want to know who it's about. Because they never said I couldn't tell you in the DM. So She grid posted that, Malls? I mean, yeah. It's pretty fucking aggressive. Uh it's pretty aggressive, uh, for sure. And I'm not going to ever make an excuse for that. How embarrassing. Um, what's even crazier is that this is like Bama Rush Talk is so big to enough people in the world that yeah. this woman feels like she needs to come on yeah, and she, release such like, she honestly, owes this people is her story. She owes people her story 100%. And my friend Leah said, you know, roll tide is what I have to say that, you know, truly like roll tide. But my friend Leah goes to me, Maul's like, oh, is period sex supposed to be shameful? And I was like, no, but to 16 year old girls, like for sure, for sure. And even as adults, even adults like giggle about that shit. It's not supposed to be shameful, but like, look at this. This this girl's out here saying hairy vagina and period sex as a slam. Like Yeah. Um frontal lobe, not there. Right. Yeah, no, that's a little crazy. Okay, Definitely. so play the next going. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So with all of that being said, that is the main reason this girl absolutely despises my guts. She would constantly post about me. I don't have any screenshots. I never followed her on her spam. She always had me blocked on Snapchat and Instagram ever since that night. So she could start posting about me where I couldn't see it. But she would then make it her, I guess, what's it called? Her reason in life was to try and get everyone else to hate me. So everywhere I would go, like people would honestly know that like, this is the girl that Michaela Culpepper posted about. Like this is the girl that Michaela Culpepper hates. This is the girl that did that stuff with David because she would tell everybody about it. And the whole other issue with this is that she was telling people that I was on my period and that I was a very nasty person for letting guys do things to me on my period, which is not true. Um, Personally, I feel like if you are a good, confident woman, you're not going to talk about what other people do in the bedroom more. So if somebody wants to have sex on their period, that's not my choice. That has nothing to do with me. So I won't speak on it. 
It's not my body. But she Can has we just stop for a second? Day. Yeah. And say that, like, while I do really fucking respect that we're putting this dialogue into the mouths of, like, young people. Yep. I will also say that I do not think this young woman, who's at the same time being like, I respect this, but she's also saying grossed out by it, truthfully. She's also saying that, she, oh, she said I would do these things. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, that's true. Yeah. And so in a, in a way, I also, also want to kind of point out that at what point sh- should a 17-year-old be sex positive? Uh, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Like, that's a very woke dialogue for someone who may be uh, just gave their first hand job, depending, yeah. you know, not their yes. complete virginity. She's a complete but... virgin, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, wait, do you want to just play part seven? We can go to that. Uh, sure. And then I'm almost done. This is my last video I'm going to make. I just want everyone to know that you should um, always try and believe the victim. I'm not saying that just for my sake, but there are plenty, plenty of other girls who have um been bullied by her and um a lot of people in my hometown they will definitely see this and it will definitely get sent around but that is okay because everyone knows how um awful of a person she is i really hope she has changed and i really hope she has become a better person um because honestly i have prayed for her i really mm. hope she really needs it mm. um, She's, I just want to say she's very funny. Her life is not what it's like on social media. But again, that's not my place to speak on. I'm not going to give you any of her personal information or life details, but it's not what it's like on social media. And you guys would be very, very disappointed and not supportive of her if you knew half of the other things that she's done. But Whoa. again, that's not my place to speak. Whoa. So I just hope anyone else who has, quote, experienced her wrath or like been through the same thing that I have with Michaela. I really hope you guys can speak out too, because this girl does not deserve a platform and she did not deserve to be in a sorority. And I'm so sorry that that happened to her, but that is karma and it had nothing to do with me. And obviously from, um, videos that I've already posted, it had nothing to do with race either. It is from a video of her, um, shaking her ass on old row, but it also is karma for what she's done to people. So I hope everyone has a great day. I really hope everyone has watched all the videos and I hope we can stop with all like, Oh, she's faking. No, please. I've tried my best to be as sweet and respectful as possible. And Michaela, if you see this and you still have a problem with me, you can always DM me or shoot me a text message. Thanks. Bye everyone. Mm. So continuing mm. on. I'm So she's got the power of the Lord yep. as well as, karma which you don't always see in the same room yeah but we do love well it's two different ways to tell someone to fuck off she's going she's she's going across the religious she's going non-denominational with it she's just hitting all the bases she's does the i prayed for you and oh by the way this is karma we do love a good i prayed for you we've on this podcast we love a i prayed for you i love it um I will say that at the end when she says DM me, it does feel like with that open invitation. And I'll say that I was accused of this. Not only was I accused of being like a freak leak for even being 37 and caring about this. Yeah. Um, which because they they knew I was 37. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, you're 37. Why do you care? I'm like, everyone fucking cares, first of all. But secondly, I just cover trending topics. But right. um, the other element of it was was like you don't understand 
she's a fucking she's a mean girl. And it yeah. does. It seems like she's a mean girl. Yep. More than that, they were saying you're trying to get clouded up. Oh. And you're trying to get, get a little bit of her DMs, shine. Yeah. I will say that the I if I was Farrah Ford, I would say never contact me again. Yeah, that's true. But the you can get in my DMs feels like she's leaving an open invitation for if you'd like to give me a little slice of that clout for calling me a period sex having hairy vagina. Yeah. Oh you yeah, because she could because she can screenshot that shit and make more videos. Or she can like maybe Michaela will be like, I mended fences. Right. Or maybe Michaela will mention will respond in her stories. Well, even Michaela has said uh, that she hated her own current best friend. So after Michaela was, I, we're going to skip over it. I, I hate to say it at this point to say, you know, we have to cut for time um, yeah. because it shouldn't be. But Marissa Lee, who is a uh, former, she's a former student at Bama. She's an alum. She was like right there at the very beginning of them even like beginning to consider. Yeah. <laughs> she was like part of the, initial group of black women that were allowed to be in sororities at right. university of Alabama. And she spoke to, uh, what would Jimmy Buffett do? And yeah. she, Michaela basically where they're at is Michaela keeps saying that she would like to have all of her thoughts in one place. And she would like an official statement and she keeps going live. Like she's gone live a few times. Her account has been banned from going live several times. So she's like going live from her BFFs account. Mm -hmm. And it feels very like, uh, it feels like at this point, I'm like, girly, at this point, if you come out with a statement in a week, no one's going to care. We're already on old Miss rushed. Right. And then right. after that, I'm, I'm personally, I'm out. I can't. Yeah, I mean, the, it's, Yeah. You did it uh, once. Is a moment. It's a season. Yeah. It's a season. Yep. Um, she is. Well, let's play her update. Uh, but I, I got some more from Alive, and then we'll wrap this up. Okay. You wait. Wait. You want to just go right to the update? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, y'all. So right now I'm at um, was it Steak and Shake? Steak and Shake. And all I gotta say is it's fun that I didn't get too sorority. I'm gonna be better off. With Bree, hold on. She's so pretty and so sweet. Literally, when I got my call at 6 o'clock in the morning and found out that I didn't get a bid and I wasn't going to make it to prep, I was like, I'm coming to Birmingham. I've been updating you all on my live because I've been banned from posting, but I'm just going to go over a couple things and then we're done with this conversation and we're moving on, y'all. But basically, the over video was filmed last October. I was in a Halloween costume. I wasn't even in a bar. I was in Little Italy's in um, Auburn, Alabama. I wasn't more in the bar, but I wasn't even drunk in that video yet. It is what it is. And also, um, about people from hometown coming out about me, I literally said that in my live, but I was kind of like not the sweetest person. I was never a bully. I never did anything unwarranted. And this can tell you how their character is, that they're coming out about all of this now, that I'm getting a lot of publicity. So, I mean, do what you will with that information. And I want to tell every girl in Alabama and any girl at any sorority right now, happy bid day, and I hope you had fun during Rush. And then we're just going to eat with shake and shake and then go to a baby shower and also to all the girls at Alabama specifically that didn't get into the sorority or drop um let's be friends hey, okay 
she said wasn't unwarranted. So what she's she's alleging that Farah did something to her that she had to respond to. That it I was mean, warranted. Probably. Yeah. I mean, listen, here's the deal. Is that what we learn at the end of the day is that Jimmy Buffett is the most spectacular, normal, yeah, 17 year old girl in the fucking world. Okay. Like she is 100% normal. She has fucking regular high school girls, skeletons in their closet. Yep. And, and, and that is what it is. And like, by the way, maybe she like quite clearly and publicly fucked someone over, but I know there's girls in your sorority that have academically fucked someone over, which is so much significantly worse. Yep. Um, I, I personally, I, I just, I, I see this and I think, oh my God, like, well, one, what do you think Jimmy Buffett would do about this? Oh, he would just, he would make a margarita and lie in a hammock and pick out a song on his guitar. And that's what, yeah, that is what she should do, Michaela, as well. So she has, I, I believe it seems that she is dropping out of Bama. Well, because, yeah, um, in that video, she said something about, I'm going to Birmingham. Yep. And so, she yeah. she said that in her live that her goal is to open up a boutique. And so she is, like, using whatever money she can get from this whole experience. A lot of people did not like that she took a sponsorship from the pants store while she was rushing. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Before Pref. So she did get a pants store. Um, she did get an ad with the pants store before Hashtag spawn. See, everything's everything's working out for her. She's going to go to UAB, it sounds like, and start a new life there. And she's all, and now she's kind of TikTok famous. So she's getting spawned. Like shit is popping. Yeah. But like, honestly, also where them Zetas at, you know, at the end of the day, you got to ask yourself, yes, where are them Zetas at, you know? I would be asking me that every day, asking myself that every day now. Uh, Brian, thank you for letting me have like an absolute, um, I don't know what you would call this. An indulgence. I was, I'm, I'm glad to be educated on this. A mental information download, but I know people out there have been hearing about this. They don't want to do the work. This is, uh, this is the new KFC. This is the new David Dobrik. This is the new Yashar. And then after this, we'll never talk about Bama Rush again. Unless, I don't know, Michaela does a double homicide. Yes. Uh, Jeez, Malls. What? Uh, I'm just saying, like, what if? Don't manifest it. <laughs> what do we love? Or Farah? Or what if yeah, she and Farah team up together? Oh my god, you guys that's what they so should many do. movies. Uh and yeah. obviously everyone has been calling for a Netflix series on this whole thing. I actually initially had this theory that Netflix had already signed the deal and they were gonna do first yeah. season of, of Michaela re rushing. Yeah, this is a Ryan Murphy project if I've ever seen one. I have so much Q in the mix. All right, you yeah. guys, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. <laughs> and now we all set to go. Miles and Brian is hosting the show. Trend, trend, trend lightly. Giving you the stories that you need. Thank you for listening to Trend Lightly, a solid listen podcast. If you like the show, subscribe and leave us a review. You can find segments that didn't make it to air as well as ad-free versions of our episodes on patreon.com slash solid Find us on Twitter and Instagram under TrendLightlyPod. Send us submissions and feedback at TrendLightlyPod at gmail.com. 
And thank you to Why Not Johnsveld and Bradley Sona for our music. We are the hosts of Comic Sans, the podcast about comics for those who are sans knowledge. I'm Yen, a reader, writer, liver, and breather of comic books. And I'm Nat, and I know absolutely nothing about comics, which makes both of us authorities in our respective fields. Exactly. Hey, wait. On Comic Sans, I make Nat read some of my favorite comics, including Sandman Saga and Laura Olympus. And Yen tells me what makes that comic special. Then I hear what Nat thinks, and I try to avoid a pulmonary embolism. While I actively try to give him one. Listen to Comic Sans on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can already binge our first season, and we just released a special bonus episode on Across the Spider-Verse. Hey, Nat, before we go, I'll give you 50 bucks if you can tell me what Comic-Con is. Is it related to Chili Con Carn? Do you mean chili con carne? Maybe we should be chili sands.